At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Welcome to the Hornets Hivecast, presented by Charlotte Eye, Ear, Nose, and Throat Associates, the official eye, ear, nose, and throat care provider of the Charlotte Hornets. Here's your host, Sam Farber. Welcome to another edition of the Hornets Hivecast, your Hornets podcast with all the notes, quotes, and daily buzz around your favorite NBA team. I'm Sam Farber, and it is a pleasure and a privilege to have you with us here once again on the Hornets Hivecast, brought to you by Senta, Charlotte Eye, Ear, Nose, and Throat Associates, the official eye, ear, nose, and throat care providers of the Charlotte Hornets. It's a winning edition for your HHC today. In fact, it's a win streak. Hornets, three in a row in the win column, first time this season, first time since late March of last year, almost a calendar year since the Hornets last had a three-game win streak. It has been tough times with injuries and absences, but the good times, they have found us again. We will break down last night's convincing win, the largest margin of victory of the season. Hornets taking down their rivals, the Atlanta Hawks, 122-99. to We'll break it down, pick our stars of the game, and start to take a look at the reshaped power rankings for the Hornets. What should this three-game win streak really do to change the perception of the Hornets or is it still the bulk of the 50 games prior that's determining how the Hornets should be looked at we will ask that question and answer it as well with my good friend here producer for the Hornets radio network as well as the producer of this fine podcast Rob Longo who is just aching to take a break right now I mean we're on a three-game win streak and you want you got one foot out the door you don't want to do podcasts anymore don't blame this on me I'm not the one to put the schedule together now they should probably fix this but you know what <laughs> we will be taking a brief very brief hiatus here from the Hivecast uh, in the next couple of days between now and the Rising Stars competition's conclusion but today some work to do Rob always fun to talk after a win and what a convincing win it was 122 to 99 lots of things stick out out in this one. First off, shooting continues to be strong. 50% from the floor once again. Better than 40% from three once again. Uh, Charlotte did a much better job taking care of the basketball. Turnovers came way, way down to 13 on the night. 
Atlanta committed 16, so a turnover advantage for the Hornets and did better converting off those turnovers as well, Charlotte did. Uh, Hornets shot it well from the line, a lot of assists, 27 assists in the win. Uh, There's a lot to pick from here. What stands out most to you in a convincing win over a division rival who, in theory, you're trying to chase down right now in the standings if you want any hope of making the postseason? First off, we get to keep the trophy, so that's fun. The barbecue trophy, the rivalry trophy, whatever you want to call it, so it gets to stay in Charlotte again. Second off, the biggest thing for me, numbers-wise, that at least stood out to me, is the way that the Hornets closed the game. A 20-4 to run in the final 6 minutes and 22 seconds. They dominated that last half of the fourth quarter, outscored the Hawks 26-19 to to put this one away. They were already up 16 going into the fourth quarter. They just solidified it there late in the fourth frame because a lot of times, unfortunately, the way the season has gone for Charlotte, we've seen teams kind of empty the bench and kind of wave the white flag. This time, the Hornets were able to force Atlanta to do that here a little bit later than they probably would have wanted to, but the fourth quarter as a whole, I thought they did a really good job, especially defensively. Atlanta was 1 of 12 from 3 in that fourth quarter as well, and I know some of it was, I don't want to call them desperation heaves because they were down, but they were forcing the issue maybe a little bit more, but overall for uh, from the game aspect things sort side of things, the Hornets did a good job limiting the three-point opportunity for the Hawks. Atlanta started the game, I think, 0 for 7 from beyond the arc. They just did not shoot the three-ball well at a little bit under 24%, but they limited Trey Young as well. Trey Young finished with 12 points, 4-12 shooting, 2 for 8 beyond the arc. He didn't get to the free-throw line a ton. He only went to the free-throw line twice, which is a complete 180 from the opening game of the season this year where I think Trey went 15-16 to 16 at the free throw line in that home opener that the Hornets still also won, but it was a little bit closer, of course. So they did a good job limiting the Trey Young effect, keeping the ball out of his hands, making him assist rather than score, and that was basically the recipe for success. You held an Atlanta team to 99 points. I think it's only the second time this season that Atlanta's been held under the century mark, so I thought the defense was outstanding tonight. Truly was. A third time, third time that Atlanta has been held under 100 on the season. That was noted by Hornets head coach Steve Clifford after the game, and he gave a lot of credit to one of the starters for the squad, Cody Martin. But here's Coach on the team's defense. Yeah, and our second half defense was really good. You know, they had 44. And I got to say this, I I mean, everybody's, you know, doing a good job. But Cody Martin's defense these past two games, like the other night, the edit that we watched yesterday was all him. Switching and guarding big guys in the post, his help defense, his rotations. But his defense on the ball, like the other night and tonight, uh, just like great, you know. So um, again, a lot of other guys. It's not one guy, but his, his has been stands out. I guess is a good way to say it. Cody Martin, a tremendous defensive player, and he look he he's kind of a luxury. He fits the mold of guys like Grant Williams, quite frankly, like a Draymond Green, like these guys that are not always going to be depended on to be big scorers. Have that capability from t- every time and again, uh, but. Their job, night after night, guard the other team's best player, make the smart defensive play. And it really can shine when you've got more quality depth around that guy so he can really target his person. So the opposition basically can't just say, well, we'll just set a screen and switch off of him and get him out of the play. That becomes much harder to do when there's another one of those guys on the floor in a Grant Williams. So Cody Martin, you really get to take advantage of his skill set out there on the floor by this infusion of talent. And, and that really 
seems to be the main thing here over these last three games. And you talked about having two of those guys out on the floor. Give credit where credit's due. Miles Bridges was that last night as well. Cody Martin, by the way, six points last night. He was a plus 33 in the plus minus. Miles Bridges had 17 points, but he was also a plus 33 in the plus minus as well. So that was a good one-two punch defensively, at least, for the Hornets last night. Yeah, five players end up a plus 10 or better in the plus minus. Five Hawks, all the starters, end up a minus 15 or worse in the plus minus in last night's 122 to 99 win. But again, going back to the the main thing is the main thing here, okay? It's pretty clear Charlotte's infusion of talent is making the difference for this team. It's not to say that uh, some of these guys were not playing well or that the team didn't have a chance to win on a nightly basis. They did. Uh, Sometimes they were overmatched. That Milwaukee game was a good example. The injuries were overwhelming. Um, But clearly, it's a night and day difference having these five guys added into the mix. Seth Curry, Grant Williams, Vasa Micic, Damis Bertans, and Trey Mann. They have made all the difference here for the Hornets, and it shows up in a variety of ways defensively, as uh, we were just detailing a little bit there, offensively, their contributions, they're basically half the points. And you've got two of the best scorers in the NBA in the month of February in Miles Bridges and Brandon Miller, two guys who have been hot. They were hot before these guys got here. They've stayed hot after. If anything, they've gotten more efficient. But these five newcomers have essentially scored half the points over these three wins, which have all been solid victories, at least nine points or more for Charlotte. After the game, Brandon Miller, who was the game's leading scorer last night with 26, had this to say about the infusion of new talent to the team. Like I've said, I'm here to you know win as many games as we can. I think you know without the guys that we brought in, we wouldn't we wouldn't be winning um, for sure. So I think they they kind of helped us, you know, you know push all the young guys. You know me, you know Nick Smith Jr. just got back. Um, Nate Mensa, not just the young guys, but the older guys. You know, just everybody coaching each other, uh, making each other better every day. I heard a, a couple of comments on a recent podcast and was kind of comparing for Rookie of the Year the contributing towards wins argument for Chet Holmgren versus just the counting stats and the raw numbers that are just eye-popping from Victor Wembanyama. And the, basically the thought was, you know, rookies really don't contribute towards winning. The the best rookies are on teams that had the worst record the year before. So it's hard to quantify, well, what are they really doing to lead towards wins? Because those teams just don't win very much. So you can't hold it against Wemby that his team's not good. They, they weren't good before he got there. It's going to take more than just him to turn the whole ship around. But I think we're starting to get a glimpse here of just how good Brandon Miller is because his stats were strong when he was one of two really good scorers that were the focal point of everything for the team. Now there's four or five guys on the floor that are all threats. Uh, it spreads out the defense, and Brandon Miller is just as good, if not better, right now with this 26-point performance. So the Hornets, really a strong game, their best game of the season. They beat a rival, the Atlanta Hawks. They get to keep the barbecue series trophy, the battle for the South. The bronze pig is staying here in the Queen City uh, with a 2-0 start to the season series against the Hawks. Hornets will, of course, have to visit Atlanta a couple of times starting next month. But uh, overall, great start to the season series. And hey, maybe the comeback trail. Charlotte, winners of three in a row. Coming up next, Rob Longo, you and I get to pick our stars of the night. Plenty to pick from. Hornets finished with six players in double figures. Who will Rob choose? Who am I taking? Who are we tipping our cap to? We'll tell you next here on the Hornets Hivecast. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off, grand slam, or a base hit to center field. 
Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. That's over 15 million people by the end of this year equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats, even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com iHeart. That's LifeLock.com iHeart to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. Nobody wants to outlive their money, but it happens, especially for women. That's why Gainbridge offers the Parity Flex annuity. It's designed for women's unique retirement needs with flexible withdrawals to help cover unexpected expenses, plus a guaranteed lifetime income benefit that keeps paying you even if your account balance is zero. In other words, it's like getting a paycheck for life. We'll say that again. A paycheck for life. Guaranteed. Sounds too good to be true? It's not. It's the Parity Flex annuity. And it's one more example of their commitment to creating a better financial future for women. One where they feel empowered, not excluded, and ready to take on whatever their next chapter holds. GameBridge believes financial flexibility and security are things we all could use more of. At Retirement Income You Can't Outlive is the ultimate flex. Who's with us? Start saving now at GameBridge.io. Please visit GameBridge.io slash ParityFlex for current rates, for product disclosures and disclaimers, and other important information. Sam Farber, Rob Longo here with you on the HHC, the Hornets Hivecast, brought to you by Senta Hornets defeating the Atlanta Hawks 122-99. to I know this is a little bit of crazy talk here. Every time I bring this up with Sam Pearlie or you, you start shouting me down. But Hornets have won three in a row, and at the moment... Ten and a half games out of a postseason spot currently occupied by Atlanta, so that's the tiebreaker, so maybe just call it ten. Uh, there's less than 30 games to play, so these are very, very long odds, but it's better to be heading in this direction than the one the Hornets had been for the prior couple of months. Sam Farber, Rob Longo again here with you on the HHC. After last night's win, we have to pick our stars of the night. Rob Longo, you get first dibs. So I'm going to keep going with one of the new guys. I feel like I've been doing that after every win here the last three times, but I'm going to go with Trey Mann. Williams to the high post for Richards, over to Mann. Mann through the paint, out to the left wing. Six on the shot clock, he'll drive again. Mann up with a right hand, fouled, and he banks it home! He's just been absolutely phenomenal ever since he came over in that trade. I mean, ended up playing close to 30 minutes last night, 21 points, finishes 7-13 shooting, 4-5 for five from 3, perfect at the free throw line, 3-for-3, three three, 8 rebounds, but the biggest thing for me, 
six assists, just one turnover in a starting point guard role. So I love what he's been able to do. I know that we've talked several times about the pieces that the Hornets got back from Oklahoma City, and we sit there and we think, how the heck did these guys fall out of the rotation? And a lot of it, of course, is because of the health that the Thunder have been able to have this year, that luck, I suppose. But, man, these guys that the Hornets got in return from Oklahoma City, and, of course, Dallas as well. I mean, everybody's been phenomenal. Everybody's been tremendous. No pun intended there. I know you like your dad jokes, but Trey Mann, he has been on another level right now, and he's doing it on the fly. He's doing it without very little practice time or even knowing the playbook. I know that he talked a lot about that after the game yesterday about how he got the playbook and looked at it, and it was 12 pages, and he said, no, 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 no. Just tell me what we run the most, and I will make sure I focus on that. So he's been doing a great job manning everything. Another pun there that I didn't even mean to do. Two for two. I love it. Tremendous. You're you're rubbing (laughs) off on me, I suppose. But, I mean, he's just been so, so, so good for this Hornets team. And, again, I know that LaMelo Ball will be coming back hopefully sooner rather than later. We don't have a definitive timeline yet for him, but we would imagine that with a a week off here coming up for the All-Star break that he'll be back much, much sooner. But even if you got a guy like Trey Mann coming off the bench and not in a starting role, I mean, that would be something even more unimaginable almost. Or maybe you just put Cody Martin on the bench and then you have Trey Mann in a starting role at that two spot. There's a lot of options on this Hornets team right now, and that is a good problem to have. But a lot of it starts with Trey Mann at the top of the key. I love the pick, and and Mann has had a a really spectacular run here for the Charlotte Hornets since arriving. uh, He had been averaging 10.6.5 rebounds, 8 assists per game going into that one. Uh, So now adding 21 points, 8 rebounds, 6 assists. This is not a fluke that he is basically threatening a triple-double at certain points. If he really wanted to push for it, the team really did. I'm sure he could, you know, get pretty darn close, but as it was, he's pretty close. He's just kind of filling the stat sheet, and we saw glimpses of this in his rookie season. Uh, He was part of that, you know, surge of first-round picks that the Thunder had, 18th overall in 2021, so he was in and out of the rotation, more in than out, I would say, his rookie season. Second season, he kind of fell back to more of a reserve role and so wasn't really getting any starts. He was kind of an off-the-bench player, so not as much opportunity, and uh, they were using him in different ways. He was not necessarily a a primary playmaker, with the one exception being the last day of the regular season. Uh, They kind of just let him rip. He hadn't played more than 20 minutes in a game for almost a month. And uh, last day of the season, they're at home against Memphis, and they say, just just go. Uh, he played 46 minutes, 47 minutes, finished with 24 points, 12 rebounds, 12 assists, a triple-double. That that was as close as he ever got to one, though, the entire season because his uh, scoring high it was higher earlier in the season, but he had never had more than six rebounds in any other game and never had more than six assists in any other game. So it was truly an outlier. But this is the first stretch since his rookie season where he's been given quality minutes, allowed to go out there, play through mistakes, play through his teammates, just get a feel for it out there, and clearly it's paying off here as he had another tremendous game. Season high, 21 points last night for Trey Mann. I love the pick. A lot of guys to choose from here, so I want to give a few cap tips if that's all right with you, Rob. I mean, I'm not the one that's in the captain's chair, so I guess it has to be all right. Fair enough. Cap tip to Grant Williams, the mayor, Charlotte's finest, ends up with a double-double, his first of the season, 15 points, 10 rebounds. It's career double-double number five, but his first one this season, didn't have one with Dallas and obviously first one now with Charlotte. So the pride of Providence Day, Go Chargers, comes up with the double-double cap tip to him. Cap tip to another newcomer, Vasa Micic. He had a career-high four made free throws. Now, Voss has only been in the NBA for one season, so this is kind of an Ichiro effect. Like, he's done all these things a lot, 
to a much higher degree uh, in Europe already, but he hasn't done them in the NBA. So had a career high in points and assists and threes and all kinds of other stuff. First time that he suited up for Charlotte. This game, though, a new career high for free throws for Vasa Micic with four. And again, before he had a career high in points and threes and assists and field goals made, three-pointers made. I mean, he's rewritten his own NBA record book here in just a three-game sample size. So really enjoying the Micic magic. Two more cap tips for you. Nick Richards, fourth straight game in double figures. He was also kind of at the center of that defense. Also went five for five from the floor. I don't think he's missed a shot in a week. So uh, Nick Richards, very nice game. Fourth in a row in double figures. And one to Miles Bridges. I was close to giving him the nod here as my star of the night, but didn't quite get there. 17 points. He knocked down three threes. He moves into fifth in franchise history now for career three-pointers, passing P.J. Washington 539. And he has made Made a three in 28 consecutive games. Rob, that is one of the 10 longest active streaks now in the entire NBA. I know he said previously he doesn't think he's a three-point shooter. He's a three-point shooter if you have one of the 10 longest active streaks of that kind in the association. But with all of these strong efforts, I got to give my Star of the Night award to Brandon Miller. Bridges, left side, cross court to Miller. He'll walk into a three. Yes! Brandon Miller from way downtown. One pass, three ball goes up, and Miller knows how to knock it down. Miller played last night like it was his team, and the team acted like it was his team. Uh, Very balanced scoring. All nine guys who were in the rotation at least made a shot. All of them scored. All of them contributed. But who was getting the lion's share of the attempts? It was Brandon Miller. Eight of 18 from the floor. Four for nine from three. He finishes with 26 points. He's now the Hornets franchise all-time record holder for made threes in a rookie season. And I keep going back to this stat because I I continue to be blown away by it. If you look just at the month of February, Brandon Miller is the best scorer in terms of rookies at 23.5 points per game. If you look at first or second year players, so that's Last year's Rookie of the Year, Paolo Bancaro, would be included in this. Jalen Williams of the Oklahoma City Thunder. Uh, Those are the kinds of names that you're thinking of here. Uh, Brandon Miller is still the overall leading scorer. That's in total points. Brandon Miller has scored more than any other player in the first or second year group. And if you're looking for everyone, regardless of draft status or whatever their experience is, rookies through veterans, Brandon Miller, as of the recording of this podcast, is one of the top 10 scorers in the entire NBA. And the names ahead of him, it's like the all-NBA team. It's Doncic and Trey Young and Jason Tatum and Jalen Brunson and Giannis Antetokounmpo and Donovan Mitchell and Steph Curry. That's the company Brandon Miller is keeping. So he continues to build on his extremely impressive month of February with 26 points. Go ahead and give him the Eastern Conference Rookie of the Month trophy now. And I think we've got to start having serious conversations about him moving up those rookie ladders. No disrespect to Chet Holmgren and Victor Wembanyama, but Brandon Miller deserves some attention, more attention. He's getting it already. National podcasts and commentators and whatnot are talking about him, but he deserves more. He certainly does, and the thing about it, too, is that this team is starting to win a little bit more and just kind of goes to the fact that if you have a little bit more of an influx of talent, good things can certainly happen. And the thing that I like about the game yesterday, too, is you talked about it being basically Brandon's game. He did have 
the most shot attempts of anybody in the game with 19, but that's pretty relatively low, I feel like, compared to what we've seen in the past when before the trade deadline where it was either Miles or Brandon taking the lion's share of those shot attempts and they were up around you know, 23, 25, 27 shot attempts. This is still very balanced and everybody is still very efficient. That's why the field goal percentage is so good. Everybody's able to spread the ball out. Everybody's able to take really good shots because they share the basketball well and there's elite talent out there on the floor and that's something that I think Brandon Miller has really taken advantage of and the numbers are really starting to back that up as well. To that end, career high tying four assists for Brandon Miller. I missed one. I missed a career high. Rarely happens, but yeah, good good uh, attention to detail there, Rob. Brandon Miller sharing the rock. Uh, everyone did 27 assists on 44 made baskets. A big Hornets win over their rivals, the Atlanta Hawks, 122-99. to Just the third time this season Atlanta was held to under 100 points. So, Hornets have now won three in a row. They are hitting the All-Star break. They don't have another game until a week from today. They'll be at Utah to begin a Western Conference swing, but they'll get some rest between now and then, and maybe a reimagining of the expectations for this squad. Specifically, when it has to do with power rankings, we're going to do our uh, power ranking segment here. We haven't done it in a while, quite frankly, because it was a little depressing. Orange were basically at rock bottom on everyone's power rankings, but now with this infusion of talent, people are starting to take a little notice. And so we'll uh, do our power ranking segment next here on the Hornets Hivecast. At Bed 365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Nobody wants to outlive their money, but it happens, especially for women. That's why Gainbridge offers the Parity Flex annuity. It's designed for women's unique retirement needs with flexible withdrawals to help cover unexpected expenses, plus a guaranteed lifetime income benefit that keeps paying you even if your account balance is zero. In other words, it's like getting a paycheck for life. We'll say that again. A paycheck for life. Guaranteed. Sounds too good to be true? It's not. It's the Parity Flex annuity. And it's one more example of their commitment to creating a better financial future for women. One where they feel empowered, not excluded, and ready to take on whatever their next chapter holds. Gainbridge believes financial flexibility and security are things we all could use more of. At Retirement Income You Can't Outlive is the ultimate flex. Who's with us? Start saving now at Gainbridge.io. Please visit Gainbridge.io slash ParityFlex for current rates, for product disclosures and disclaimers, and other important information. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. 
Sam Farber, Rob Longo here with you on the HHC. The Hornets Hivecast brought to you by Senta, our last HHC for uh, maybe a couple of days. We'll, we'll cover the Rising Stars competition, which will feature Brandon Miller, the star of last night's win over the Hawks with a game-best 26 points. He continues to just dominate for the Hornets here in the month of February and January as well. He's had back-to-back really, really strong months. He'll take his show on the road to Indiana, compete on the same squad as Victor Wembanyama in the Rising Stars competition. That should be very entertaining. So looking forward to both of them play for Team Pau Gasol and see how they fare in the Rising Stars competition. Maybe an opportunity for Brandon Miller to gain a few more eyeballs for the Hornets overall and for his candidacy in particular for Rookie of the Year. Certainly playing on that kind of stage and having a big performance, even on a team with Wemby, that could go a long ways towards garnering more attention for Miller. Speaking of getting more attention, I think some of the national media out there is starting to realize like, hey, Hornets might have been not just a winner, but a huge winner on deadline day. A lot of people already thought that they, in the immediate aftermath, most of the reviews for the trades were positive, but they were looking towards the future. They were saying, hey, they acquired a couple of first-round picks that will be cashed in in five years, and uh, you've got this special young talent in Brandon Miller, and you've got this nucleus you want to build around, and the two guys that you, or three guys you, you let go of, maybe either didn't fit the timeline or you just got too good of a return to pass up. But now we're looking at the five players that have come in, and it's yielded a three-game win streak and a dominant one. The smallest margin of victory has been nine, and the biggest one was last night, a 23-point win. So I thought it'd be a good time for us to do our power rankings segment. We haven't done this in a while because if you picked anything higher than 29, you were crazy. And that's basically what the national media was telling us. But with the Hornets now on a three-game win streak, I think it's a fair time to just kind of look around the landscape, see where the Hornets are compared to the other teams that were in the lottery last season, compared to the teams that maybe they're chasing for a postseason spot if they're able to keep this streak alive. So Rob Longo, for those who are uninitiated, here's how this works. You tell me where you think the Hornets should be ranked in the hierarchy of 30 teams, and then based off that, we will uh, take a look at the teams ranked directly above or below the Hornets, and based off that, you'll pick who uh, the pundits got wrong. So out of the hierarchy of 30 NBA teams, where do you think Charlotte should be ranked right now? Based off record-wise as well, I'm going to say that the Hornets should be ranked about 25th. 25th. Are you have more detail on that? Why 25th? I just think based off of some other records, I mean, the Wizards are single-digit wins, Pistons single-digit wins, Trailblazers have not looked very good, Spurs have not looked very good, so that's four teams right there. 30 minus 4, I'll give them one more at 25, so let's go with 25. Alright, the reason I asked was because just in terms of raw win total, the Hornets are, are fourth from the bottom. They're the 27th best team in the NBA. Uh, You go with 25. We're using the ESPN power rankings, and these were before the win over Atlanta, so not not to poke too much at it, but it wasn't factoring in a massive win over the Hawks. Uh, But they had Charlotte at number 28, ahead of only Detroit and Washington. So here are the three teams directly ahead of the Hornets. I want you to tell me which one you think Charlotte should be in front of. Your choices are at 27 from ESPN.com the San Antonio Spurs, at number 26, the Portland Trailblazers, and at number 25, a team the Hornets just beat, the Memphis Grizzlies. Uh, in terms of the specifics for these squads, San Antonio has lost eight of their last ten. Portland lost five in a row, and Memphis uh, just snapped a near ten-game losing streak. Um, that's where the uh, lay of the land is for all of these teams. So, which of those three do you think Charlotte should have been ahead of? Memphis, that's the easy one. I was going to say, I was going to stop you before you even listen them off. I was going to say, if they are 
behind Memphis, then that's just blasphemy based off of the way that the Hornets played on Saturday. And I get it. It's a new look Hornets team. There's a lot to be desired here, I suppose, just because one, the national media is not looking at the bottom six, seven teams in the NBA. They're focusing on the ones at the top. So they just kind of fill in the blanks with everything else at the bottom and just look at the records and the streaks and that sort of thing. And recent games, obviously, they're not really taking deeper dives into the box score or anything like that. They might add a note or two saying, okay, this team got X, Y, and Z at the trade deadline and they're playing better as of late. But I just think that one, Memphis is just very, very unlucky with injuries this year. They don't have John Morant. They don't have Steven Adams, who they traded away that dumped some salary space as well. They don't have any of their big players outside Jaron Jackson Jr., and that's not a disrespect to anybody else on that team, but they just don't have any firepower right now. We haven't seen the Hornets go up against Portland yet. That'll happen next week, of course, on the road, but I mean, they split with San Antonio earlier in the year. I know that the one game in San Antonio was a blowout, but they were able to come back a week later and pick up a win, so I just think that there's teams that are ahead of the Hornets that just simply should not and maybe time will tell maybe post all-star break if the Hornets are able to ride this hot streak it's maybe a little bit of a different look but right now I mean not to be like Rodney Dangerfield but the Hornets aren't getting any respect around the league so and I know it's nothing new but yeah it's just been frustrating looking at these power rankings because I think that the Hornets should certainly be higher than some of these teams and they've beaten those teams too so I just don't understand what the excuse is excellent extremely dated reference with Rodney Dangerfield well We're done sir. Old. you know I, I'm inclined to agree with you with Memphis they had one run basically when John Morant came back initially and then a little while after he was gone again they won 12 out of 20 and that's the you know lion's share of their wins you take that out and they are 7 and 28 on the season which is a lower win percentage than the Hornets have. So that's a good argument for this Memphis team as it exists. You, you can't say, well, what would they look like uh, if John Morant was going to play? He's not going to play anymore. He, he's finished his games. Uh, Hornets, while they've had a lot of injuries to LaMelo Ball and Mark Williams, hopefully there will be greener pastures ahead for the Hornets and Charlotte will get those guys back or at least one of them and we'll, we'll get an extended run to, to look at that. But I like the pick of Memphis. Just to spread it around a little bit, I'm going to go with the Portland Trailblazers should be behind Charlotte. There are four teams that are somewhere near the Hornets in terms of the overall plus minus, which can be a good indicator for just how close you are as a squad, which is to say that they are not at all. The Hornets have the worst plus minus in the league at minus 10.8. Clearly, the last three games have changed it a little bit, but not nearly enough. Portland is down in that group. They have one of the five worst plus minuses in the NBA. They have picked up 15 wins. It's an interesting collection of players. There's some guys that are drafted very highly, have been paid handsomely, have scored a lot in the league, so it's an interesting array of talent. Plus, of course, Scoot Henderson, the third overall pick from the most recent draft. But I personally think the way Charlotte is playing now, and given the fact that the Blazers are on a five-game losing streak, Charlotte should maybe get some consideration to eke above Portland. They'll have a chance to prove it out on the floor on Sunday the 25th. We'll be in the midst of our Western Conference swing coming out of the All-Star break, but Charlotte will get its first head-to-head matchup. Brandon Miller versus Scoot Henderson. That'll be a lot of fun uh, later on this month, February 25th. And then, of course, the Hornets will host the Portland Trailblazers later on in April. So another matchup here. And uh, the Hive has been rocking the last three games, so we'll look forward to that happening. One last thing I wanted to touch on, 
And again, I know it's a complete long shot, but just to give you the lay of the land right now for the Hornets, this three-game win streak in tow, Charlotte came into last night's game with a tragic number. That's the number of combined losses for your team and wins for the team that is currently in the last play-in tournament spot. Tragic number of 18 with about 30 games left to play. So, no room for air, no control over your own destiny. You're buried. You need a ton of help and you need to win just about everything in front of you. That number doesn't change because Atlanta's the team that the Hornets are chasing. They clearly lost last night and Charlotte got the win. So the tragic number is still 18. Hornets are currently 10 and a half games out of a top 10 spot. This would be something like shot heard round the world season where, you know, the Giants win the pennant, Giants win the pennant, making up ground on the Brooklyn Dodgers type of streak. Go look it up. It was insane. The, the, the play itself was crazy, one of the greatest calls of all time, but what it took to get that game to actually have to occur was just as crazy, and maybe something similar could happen here. Charlotte, it would be a heck of a story, but if they can continue to win at a reasonable clip, I'm not going to say they have to win the remaining 28 games, but if they won 20 it could make for an interesting close to the season, which would include a trip to Atlanta there in the last month of the season. So we'll see. Stranger things have happened, but Charlotte, this would be pretty strange, but pretty exciting as well if Brandon Miller, Miles Bridges, and the new-look Hornets were able to make up this gap. You never know. That's why they play him for a reason. Heck, you go back to this three-game winning streak, and the Hornets were very, very highly unfavored in those games. They were underdogs going into those games, and what's happened the last three games? A win, all, all a, win a win. So, hey, you play him for a reason. We're going to take, uh, well, it's a week break for the Hornets. They'll be back on the floor again on Thursday, February 22nd, visiting the Utah Jazz. We'll, of course, have our preview podcast for you then. Between now and then, we will have a post-Rising Stars competition podcast talking about the performance of Brandon Miller, getting a on-the-ground update from Sam Purley, who will be at All-Star Weekend in Indianapolis. But after basically 115 straight days with a podcast, we are taking an All-Star break. So Rob Longo, you as producer of the HHC, you're going to get a whopping two days. Congrats. I'll take what I can get. I'm thrilled for you. I really am. <laughs> I'm just going to take what I can get at this point. Uh, after that, you get another four days off. I'm so, really going yeah. really to embellish that we're, one. We're going to take advantage. We uh, love talking to all of you about Hornets basketball and, and the hoop in general. We hope you enjoy it. We apologize for being gone so long, but we'll be back uh, full strength in about a week. And, of course, we'll have a post-Rising Stars competition podcast in a couple of days, hopefully detailing an MVP performance from Brandon Miller. Wouldn't that be a lot of fun? All right, Rob Longo, it's been fun these last three games. Go enjoy your All-Star break. Thank you. I am going to soak in every moment I can of it. For Rob Longo, I'm Sam Farber saying thanks for tuning in, and we'll talk to you next time right here on the Hornets Hivecast. Thank you for listening to the Hornets Hivecast, brought to you by Senta, the official eye, ear, nose, and throat care provider of the Charlotte Hornets. For more coverage, visit Hornets.com. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. 
If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. We went from normal life, healthy child to acute lymphoblastic leukemia or B-cell, ALL. The St. Jude team came up to get CJ via ambulance. Shortly after that, I noticed a rainbow. It meant that there was hope. We were driving into hope. To have hope is to have your child healthy. And we have that because of St. Jude. You can help kids fight childhood cancer. Please become a St. Jude Partner in Hope today by visiting musicgives.org.